Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Control Group. We're playing Fellowship by Jacob Randolph, and this is the Guild. I am your overlord, Dennis Veray, and with me, I have some players. Uh, hi, I am Logan, and I am playing Walk the Walk. Hi, I'm Kishan, and I'm playing Wilbo, but they call me Lil Willy. What's up? I'm Adam, and I am playing... Baldrick Trotter. Hi, I'm Jesse, and I'm playing Dinothraka. When we last left off, our adventuring party was attempting to make access into the guild. They had one last quest to finish, the tenth quest to gain guild access, and that was Explore Dungeon. After pissing off a Yale wizard elite Aurelian soul, the group <laughs> made it into the dungeon, and through their wits or lack thereof, was able to find the final chamber of the dungeon where they learned of an old king that seems to have been stricken from the record, and Baldric ended up with a locket in seeing a being. What you guys missed was some end-of-session stuff. We decided that Adam deserved a level, so Baldric is actually a level higher than everyone currently. And I'm adding another mechanic to Fellowship and the way we play uh, which I think will just become a control group staple if you listen to The Last Shonen. I have a mechanic in there called Filler Episodes, which bridges the gap in between episodes and tales. So for this more Dungeons Dragons-inspired system, it'll be called Tales of the Bard. And the Tales of the Bard will bridge our adventures in between special cities. So during the Tales of the Bards, I will describe a situation that happens... And you guys will all unanimously vote who would end up in the situation or who would resolve the situation. That person has a fun little escapade for about a minute, and then they gain an experience afterwards. So it's a quick way to gain levels with our shorter campaigns. So for this tale of the Bard, we follow our adventuring party newly minted after they had just left their messenger Corgi, uh, whose name is Lucien. Uh, you guys were on your way to Boat's Row from the town of Bygone. And on the way, you guys come across a traveling show. So the Tales of the Bard for this one is, my question is, out of all of your characters, who's the most religious? Not a God-fearing soul amongst <laughs> this <guy>. <laughs> <laughs> Just got a bunch of fucking atheists in this party. Wow. Don't hate. <laughs> Logan, did you not tell me you were leaving in mute, or are you just muted? You son of a bitch, Logan. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Welcome to Dead Air. This is my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just wait for a response. And it never comes. Dude, and it never new, fucking comes. It's the new waiting for Godot, but <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Do you like talking to walls, uh, asking questions, and never getting answers? You're going to love Dead Air by Dennis Veray the, from, from the makers of Control Group Podcast. Wonderful. Um, if you haven't already, follow us at CTRL Pod on Twitter. <laughs> also, you can become Patreon. <laughs> At control group. <laughs> at patreon.com slash control group where you can join for as little as a dollar. Kashan and Jesse, could you both just roll 2d6 for me? Yeah, sure. Oh, baby. I'll let luck decide Shit. who's the most religious out of these fucking heathens. I rolled an 11 altogether. I got a 7. 
<laughs> so, um, Wilbo, I'm not going to force any spirituality on you. But during this stage production, these traveling artistes are telling the essential creation story of the Ari, how it used to be one giant mega continent until the Lich King and the King of Gods fought shattering this continent into four smaller ones, splitting it across the map. They go over the history of the gods, of their many, many forms, and their many, many likes and interests, and they actually want someone to come up on stage and play one of the gods. So, Wilbo, just out of trying to get some more screen time, uh, really put in your acting chops, you get pulled up onto the stage, uh, and you're told you are supposed to act like the goddess Yonsei, which is the goddess of dance. Ah, yes. (laughs) Would you mind describing some of the moves you lay down for us? Uh, yeah. uh, Basically, uh, I take a note from uh, this world's Bruce Lee, and I'm like water, and I <laughs> kind of do the moves from like the Joker, where he moves his feet really slowly in circles, and I move my arms up and down uh, like a sine wave, uh, <laughs> just back and forth, uh, and <laughs> together above my head as if uh, charming a snake. Uh, so <laughs> I'm combining a lot of things together right now, but you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A small a small village is essentially the audience at the current moment, and they very much enjoy it. They, they're, they're getting a rousing success from this, and the adventuring company thanks you very much, um, even giving parting with some gold that they earned from this traveling show to you, Wilbo. And you'll obviously take an experience from this and level up. Freaking sweet. So, <laughs> while you choose an advancement. You, as an adventuring party, make your way to Boat's Row. At the word of the guild, your very first guild-approved quest will actually take place in the Idenian Kinglands. Unfortunately, you need to get there. A troubling sea parts all of you. You know, the best place to get a boat would be Boat's Row, the duly palatial city. A mecca of sorts of this mini country of Portsmouth. Now, Boat's Row is surrounded by water. It kind of encompasses a sea that's inland, uh, making a crescent shape, being bordered by both this lake and the troubling sea. It is often compared to a bazaar, a lot of moving parts. Now... Kishan, as Wilbo is from Boat's Row, and you are the champion of your people, is this the hive of all halflings, or do you just happen to hail from another town? No, this is this is the hive of all halflings. Uh, this is where halflings live. They're they're tricky, and boats are tricky because they found a way to float on water, which is against um, you know, the world's principles. So how does how does that make sense? How do boats float? They're so heavy. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so this is where they all congregate to uh, do their their tricks. <laughs> so yeah, Boats Row is essentially the you know Aladdin Bazaar of places. You everyone tells you to watch your purse strings, watch your pockets. You don't know what you're gonna miss 
in Boat's Row. As you guys stroll along these double beachfront edges, you kind of watch inward the beautiful lake that's inland, crystal blue waters, and then the, the rushing waves of the troubling sea on the outside. As poor guild laws, you were given a couple of guild administrative boatsmen you could acquire with some guild points to take you to the Idenian Kingsland. Unfortunately, when you end up reaching the docks, you find them quite empty. Now, Boat's Row is this, you know, landmass of multiple miles of nearly docks, and you're having trouble finding a single boat or a single captain. As per your class as well, Kishan, you gotta know someone in Boat's Row. You know someone in every town. So you end up bumping into someone you know, Wilbo. Uh, hey, uh, Jim! <laughs> hey guys, that's my friend Jim! Well, we go way back, way back. We went to an elementary school together. <laughs> Wilbo? <laughs> that's me! <laughs> oh, fuck this guy! <laughs> oh, oh, fuck me! No, fuck you! <laughs> oh, fuck me! Oh, fuck you! <laughs> fuck me! Oh, fuck you! <laughs> Foregoing the traditional, you know, sayings as any Aryan would, you know, hail and well met, blessed be the gods in their many forms. All halflings greet themselves with a fuck me, a fuck you. As Jim greets you with also the the halfling high five, as it is known, which is just a gentle sack tap. The worst of all sack taps. All right, you gotta hit me with one now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, oh god, that was a good one. That was just one one single knuckle. Uh, it's nice to catch up and and, and tap sacks all day, but uh, have you, uh, what? Yeah, what are you doing here? We're looking for a boat, and we're in boats oh. row, and there ain't no boats. Yeah, there ain't no fucking boats here, dude. You don't understand. Uh, people have started to catch wind of a terrible overlord across the seas. So the guild's been sending party after party across the seas. So nearly all guild boats have been rented out already. Nearly all? Well, I mean, you know old Jim here. You know my nickname. Jim finds a thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I I could definitely find you something. It might not be good, but I can find it. Well, Jim finds me something. Is that what? I, it's been so long, I forget. <laughs> finds a thing. I yeah, know. Jim, it's, we were grade school buddies. I don't expect you to remember every detail. I didn't keep the yearbook. I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, well, Jim finds a thing. Could you find us a boat across, uh, across these these waters? All right, we can go looking. Jim parades you around the bazaars. As you go through, there's multiple storefronts hawking wares of all kinds, both decent and indecent, real and fake, until you eventually come upon a inn-slash-tavern called the Naked Pint. And when you enter, it's dingy, dark, dusty, and moldy. Almost as if the seafront had washed through this inn once before and not really let to air out. 
Inside, you find a couple of figures until Jim leads you to a figure slumped over in a stool with a trifold cornered hat resting upon their face so you can't see it. As Jim goes, well, we, uh, this is a captain I know. They have a boat. That's as much as I can find you, you know. All right. Thank you so much, Jim. As I, as I just, uh, I like stick a couple fingers up there, you know. In, in, yeah. in the, cla- the classic <laughs> half-one goodbye. The classic, yeah. Yep, yep, and he sticks a couple <laughs> fingers in there as well. Uh, pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> as uh, the slumped-up figure rustling at the sounds of insertion uh, <laughs> kind of perks up, <laughs> lifting their <laughs> tri-corner hat up on top of their head. You watch as beautiful, luxurious violet curls and wavy hair slump out of uh, what was covered by the hat, uh, revealing a bronze and eye-patched face as this wonderful, beautiful woman sleepily and groggily opens her eyes to all of you, clearly uh, still inebriated from whatever caused her to pass out. You see her captain's vest is wide open, you know, very nicely covering all the sexy bits, uh, but still letting you see the six-pack she has. Um, so it's, it's a little in there, you get it there, um, as she kind of leans over to all of you. <sighs> and who might you be? We're the best! <laughs> <laughs> she stares blankly <laughs> at Wilbo in his face. <laughs> Uh, until beginning to cackle with the rest of you. <laughs> oh, I fucking like that. <laughs> As she slaps Wilbo way too hard on the back <clears throat> and enjoying it. All right, the best. Uh, what are you, some another one of those guild adventuring parties? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad I got a verbal response. <laughs> Because although we are using webcams in real life, <laughs> this is a, a verbal medium, and the listeners need to know. <laughs> All right, well, uh, how many guild points do you have? How many guild points do we have? <laughs> <laughs> so, as per Lucian, the messenger dog, in your note with your mission, you guys currently have 200 guild points, which should have been enough to get you to Idenia. 200. Oh, uh, 200 is really a pittance. I was looking for much more. I, all these other highfalutin guild adventuring parties were offering quite a bit, and I unfortunately couldn't make out on that. Huh? I'll uh, help you out um, if you can help me out. I have a bit of uh, family troubles. My brother is in a bit of a bad way, and I was wondering if you could possibly help him out. What kind of trouble are we talking about? Yeah, what does he need? Oh, I'm not really sure. I don't keep up with him too much, but he's a former adventurer, so he's probably ripe with guild points he could give you all. How do we find your brother? She extends a fine manicured hand out to all of you. Uh, Name's Samira Wavecutter, by the way. Nice to meet you, Wave Cutter. I stick out my hand and uh, I go, Baldrick Trotter. 
and shake her hand. <laughs> Can you describe this handshake to me? I want to know what type of handshake Baldrick has. Yeah, um, it's it's real awkward in that like, mm-hmm. so I had to like step out around Wilbo, um, and and I kind of I kind of <laughs> did it the like the uh, yeah like the like the um you know, oh, sorry, I don't want to touch you, but I need to, like, get around to you, uh, kind of, kind of thing, like, keeping as much like that, oops, sorry, yeah, <clears throat> and then, uh, once I, I stand in front of her, I, I take a second, um, and I pause, uh, and I stick my hand out, but, like, not extended, it's still, like, kind of back, like, towards my armpit a little bit, um, so it's, it's uncomfortably close to my body, and, and she would have to, to extend it. She has to extend super, super far, far from yeah. yeah, um, and then, and then as we shake, it's like a, it's like a, a very light grip, and I take my other hand, and I clasp it, uh, so that her hand is in between both of my hands, um, and we just kind of shake it up and down, and then I release it, and I, and I, awkwardly in the same fashion uh return to my position behind wilbo baldrick ah, no that's not how oh, the lot's learning he's learning it's just as painful as i thought it was gonna be exactly met my expectations <laughs> all right well my brother is just on the other side of boats row uh, he has a nice place uh, about a couple miles uh, further inland, so you just have to continue walking. You'll eventually run into him. He's been on the docks quite a, lit, a lot lately, uh, running his uh, businesses, as she throws up some air quotes. He's not a hooker, is he? <laughs> um, uh, she kind of ponders a little bit, uh, puts her head on her hand. Um, God, I, he probably has the looks for it, to be honest, but... I, God, I just really need to catch up with him. So if you could, like, bridge that bond a little bit, that would, like, help me out. He might be a hooker. I did no shame. I mean, if it brings in the coin, it brings in the coin. No, 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 we're not demonizing sex work. I mean, legalize it. Okay, but, you know. Legalize it. Legalize it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Let's go on all white, then. <laughs> you guys head out of the naked pint and start working your way through the bazaars. Um, anyone interested in any of the stalls as you're heading along? Anyone looking for anything? Work would want to see, I think, to check to see what sort of, uh... He wants to see what sort of veggies are at the stalls right now. <laughs> I want to see the fruit situation. Might be hard in a poor town, but he wants to see you. Yeah, exactly. As you're looking through uh, most of the food sections of the bazaars, a lot, a lot of meat, a lot of fucking meat here. <laughs> Just too much fetid and rotting meat, quite honestly. Um, you come upon a, it would just seems like pushed out from the rest of the stands and kiosks. There's just one lonely dude with the tiniest cart that is just repping the saddest veggies you've ever seen. But he's trying. It's, <laughs> it's Dakers, Dakers vegan stand. Or you, Dakers, is it? <laughs> I want your greens. Uh, yeah. Uh. Uh, God, no one actually, um, ever wants anything from this car. Uh, what, what do you want, sir? I'll have the whole, I'll have everything. Uh, everything? Um, do I need to repeat myself? Oh, God, I will. I want everything. Oh, uh, uh, no, no, you don't. God, you're, you're so tall. No, um, yeah, just, How just, do you uh, think take I got it. so tall, huh? <laughs> 
uh, eating veggies, I guess, is the implication. Oh, yeah, uh, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, well, exactly when you put them on that. Yeah. So I'd, so I'd block them all, please. Uh, okay, that's just gonna be 20 guild points. So, let me see, let me see. Uh, uh, how many guild points do we have again? <laughs> You guys have 200 as a collective uh, guess, uh, 10, uh, 10% of it isn't too, too much out of the way, I guess. Here you go. <laughs> as you just hand it over without talking to the group at all. Yep. <laughs> um, you, you swipe your guild approve and oh, yeah. uh, it goes through. You, you put the chip in. You, you take a while to take the chip out, and, you know, Dacre's a little bit annoyed, it keeps on beeping, and it's, it's, it's you can, you can Wait, remove the card now, so. Oh, I'm making sure it's processed. Do the rest of us get messenger corgis saying that we're now at 180 gilts? <laughs> just three messenger corgis just roll <laughs> up. run up out of nowhere. <laughs> nah, it's just Lucian. An authorized purchase <laughs> with the Amex. <laughs> <laughs> Lucian's somewhere with a little notebook and bookkeeping. He's got the little green visor in his head. He's doing the math with his little paws. <laughs> As uh, essentially Daker uh, rolls the cart to you All and right. uh, runs away. Alright then. <laughs> And as you're looking through your new bot wares, Mork, I'd like you to roll plus grace for me. Will do. Will do. I, I think that might be, uh, no, it is not my worst skill, so I'll still roll. Uh, I got a seven. Okay, with a seven, you're perusing your wares, and you're kind of blissfully unaware of something steadfast approaching your way as a full horse nearly runs into you. I'll give everyone in the party a chance to roll plus grace uh, for a kind of speed save of Mork. Do we roll all three? Yeah. It could be a group F. Seven. <laughs> I rolled three ones. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wait we, roll th- wait, we roll three, not two? Yeah, I'm gonna give you guys Oh, okay, those. hold on then. As you're helping me. I have ten all together. Uh, I have Jesus 12. Christ, I rolled a, I rolled a 4. Will <laughs> 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 so. well, those uh, busy uh, philandering with some other <laughs> halflings around Boat's Row. It's just sacked out and a bunch of bros you just yourself. made. <laughs> There's a couple of halflings on Spring Bake that Wilbo's now steadfast friends with. <laughs> um, but luckily, Dinah and Baldrick are paying attention to the horse that is just rushing through a bazaar and are able to help Mork in the stand get out of the way as the horse whinnies, pulls up on two of its legs, and then drops down. You can see the rider of the horse is having a tough time of it as she brings the horse around and brings it back to Mork and the rest of you uh, as she... Apologizes profusely. I'm I'm so sorry about that. I don't know what spooked him so much. I mean, he's used to getting sack tapped all throughout this bazaar. As a squire, can I uh, attempt to calm down the horse? Yeah, of course. I want you to roll plus grace for me. Okay, and do I roll just two or still all three? Just the two. Just the two. Yeah. Six. 
with that failure, Dinah, you attempt to no. go up to the horse, and like anyone else who would just, you know, put their hands softly against the horse with your just squatty, squatty little legs, you cannot reach up to the horse's mouth, and the horse is just kind of very annoyed at something, just kind of like touching the bottom of its chin a little bit. Um, so the horse <laughs> reels away its head a couple of times and backs up a little bit. Uh, but it seems like the horse is a little bit more subdued now, and its rider was able to calm it down a little bit. Aw, horsey. <laughs> uh, what, what's the deal with the with running right through town? You could have wrecked, you could have wrecked me, my stall right here. Oh, uh, how'd you know his name? I have a sixth sense for horses. Statistically speaking, seven out of, seven out of every nine horses is named Horsey, so it was a probability that worked. Oh, well, all of you sound really fun from that quick exchange <laughs> between all of you. Uh, I'd like someone to roll plus wisdom for me. Anyone who feels like they have a high wisdom. Alright, Baldr. That is not me. <laughs> uh, well, I rolled two ones, but plus two, that's a four, so... <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I feel like um, this is very in character for Baldrick. Um, you are looking for a social cue, and I don't think Baldrick gets them. Uh, <laughs> uh, can anyone attempt this roll if the bar is so low? <laughs> no, what happens is Baldrick notices that this woman isn't coming to meet any of you in the eyes as she's speaking to you. She looks like she's she's staring in the middle distance. Um, and Baldrick just thinks that's so normal that he kind of blurts it out loud. <laughs> just be like, oh, she also just doesn't look at people's faces when speaking. <laughs> I also have a very difficult time looking people in the eye when we're conversating, so um, I relate to you in that prospect. <laughs> she hops down off the horse and ties it up and <laughs> comes to you, Baldrick, and she looks at you with her glazed over eyes and she goes, yeah, I have a hard time looking at anything, honestly. Buddy. Oh! No. <laughs> and it is very clear that this woman is blind. Baldrick. No, no Baldrick, you, you, you don't say that sort of thing. Just don't. We we are so sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. It's not like you were the one who caused it or anything. I wasn't being offensive. I was just making an analysis. <laughs> <sighs> As she pats you on the shoulder, it's it's mighty fine. It's mighty fine, Baldrick, is it? It is. <laughs> I should be the one apologizing to you. I almost ran over your friend here. I accept your apology. Oh, oh it's an overreaction. I'm sorry about that. Not like a horse could kill me. <laughs> a horse killing me. <laughs> oh, that'll be the day. There's a quick cut to Horsey, who's just like dead staring on Mork with menace <laughs> in their eyes. Aww, <laughs> Horsey. <looking> at me. <laughs> <laughs> Could have messed with my veggies. As uh, quickly, someone else rushes up to this woman and kind of helps her up from her squatting position as she was next to Baldrick. The strapping man who's got, you know, one of those fine lace shirts, wide open so you can see his six-pack. Uh, eye patch on the opposite eye of <laughs> Samira. 
out as this gentleman helps uh, this woman up and goes, Oh, Sonia, are you alright? God, I told you not to traipse around the bazaar with Horsey like this. You know, they've been getting more aggressive with their sack taps, and Horsey does not like that. As Sonia goes, Oh, Vane, as she places a hand against Vane's face. My love, I am quite fine, I promise. As uh, Vane looks over to the rest of you, uh, were you the ones who helped out my love, my Sonia? Yes, we were. Yep, all of us except for Baldrick, who made fun of her for being blind. Well, well. (laughs) Was it a good one, at least? We like to joke about it all the time, because we're in in high spirits about it. We only have one eye amongst us, and that's kind of funny. Oh, that's rich. I'm glad you can joke about it so we can, too. <laughs> okay, buddy, laughing a little hard. Does Horsey have two eyes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess with Horsey, that does make three. Aw, Horsey. <laughs> Dinah is still attempting to reach up to Horsey, not really talking with the rest of the party. <laughs> Oh, what uh, what brings all you adventurers here? I thought you had already uh, swam over the lake, heading for the Scorching Sands. We need a boat. Ah, uh, I uh, understand. And I guess Samir is the only one who's got a fucking boat left in this goddamn south, town. South. You'd be correct! And you're after my guild points, so you can buy her off, right? Some of them! <laughs> you... <laughs> He squats down to Wilbo <laughs> and picks Wilbo up by the scruff. You tell my goddamn sister, if, he, if she wants to talk to me or borrow some money, she can just do it to my face. Look me in the eye. I can look her in the eye. And we can just talk, all right? vain wave cutter, then? Yes, I am vain wave cutter. It also might be hard for you to look each other in the eye because they're on the opposite sides. So... <laughs> he stares at you stoned faced for a second and then begins cackling. <laughs> God damn, I love this one. <laughs> Here, here's 20 guild points already. I really like that one. <laughs> Ding. Oh, yay, now we're Brando. right back to where we started. <laughs> Can you confirm uh, for your sister if you are or are not a sex worker? <laughs> oh, yeah, you a hooker? <laughs> Vane picks up Baldrick by their scruff. <laughs> Listen here, if my sister wants to know if I'm a sex worker, she can come and talk to me. We can speak to each other face to face. She can look me eye into the eye. And then he's going to look at Wilbo and kind of chuckle again. <laughs> All of those are true statements, yes, but she is not here and I am looking you eyes to eye. <laughs> well, I guess I'll reveal that if uh, you guys help me out with a little something. What sort of business are we talking about? The, um, the kind of business you might want to keep away from the guild. It's not exactly on the up and up. Drug dealing? You see, I'm a... Murder. Yeah, yeah, that was actually very astute. I don't know how you fucking... <laughs> you nailed that one. I hadn't even started any of the exposition. That's fucking wild. <laughs> I have a sixth sense about that, too. (laughs) Horses and drug dealing. (laughs) 
Dinah's a fucking ripe character. I already love this. <laughs> As. <laughs> I'm ripe with guild points, as you know, from my time as an adventurer, but uh, actual gold ignits proves pretty low around here. So I have been uh, selling some wares, quote-unquote, uh, to make some extra gold. You see, uh, we have met a wizard from Bygone oh, at the Yale Wizard of Evocation School uh, who believes they have found a spell that could actually help Sonia see again. <laughs> so I've been putting all of this gold into buying off this wizard. Now, I've got a very big uh, deal tonight, a big quest. Um, as you can see, Vane, as he's started to exposit, has stepped away from Sonia at this point, as Sonia has gone back to the horse, and he's trying to keep it on the down low amongst you four. So if you are able to uh, help me out with this quest tonight, this little exchange, I could give you as many gold points as will ever buy off my sister. And by a quest, you mean drug deal, right? <laughs> yes, yes. If we could just keep it quiet on the fact that I am a drug dealer. No, I mean, Doggone it, I'm in. Good thing none of us are particularly religious, so we don't really have any moral <laughs> reservations about doing drug deals, so that's fine. I did drugs oh, once at university. Okay. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> what what university did you go to, my friend Baldrick? <laughs> Cornell Wizard University. <laughs> Did Baldrick graduate? Is Baldrick a wizard? <laughs> I dropped out of the program before successfully <laughs> completing. They said my research was too thorough. <laughs> uh. As you all have accepted this quest, you guys get the feeling that you've actually made a blow against the Overlord. Um, so when you eventually meet the Overlord, they will now have one less damage That's on their disposal. That's surprising, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> See, kids? Fun little tidbits of the mystery. See, kids, sometimes dealing drugs does pay off. <laughs> Alright, the, uh, the deal's tonight. Um, it's in the, the back, backboon docks, closer to the lake. Uh, we'll be meeting with some, uh, rough-and-tumble dwarves. So, I want y'all to be ready and well-planned. Um, I can show you the exact street. So, just, just, just spitballing here. Should a lot of your weapons be traps? Which I have a feeling that your group is made up of mostly trap people. <laughs> and not kind of a lot of main weapon people. If you wanted to set up a bunch of traps, that would be the time to do so. Um, prior to nightfall, uh, me, I'm going to make sure Sonya and Horsey get home safe for the meantime. Before they leave, I want to walk up to, oh, what's his name, Vare? Vane? <laughs> and kind of nudge him yeah. and kind of whisper, so what kind of wares are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and your little your little space buns. Um, I mean, have you... Have you ever had elven Snapple? I actually have. It's our most favorite one on my home planet. I mean, my hometown. You must partake in a lot of elven Snapple, <laughs> my little one. Elven Snapple is 
also what I did at university. <laughs> yeah, I hear all the kids are doing Elven Snapple at the universities now. And it's just like, God, I felt like I missed the time to do Elven Snapple. And now it's just sad if I do Elven Snapple, you know? That That's accurate, yeah. Yeah. Um, as Vane awkwardly watches as you trot off, as Vane and Sona uh, head back to their home uh, prior to the dealings tonight, Vane does point you in the direction of the, the back alley in which this deal will be made. You see it is smack dab in the middle of two different residential places with nary a space in between these homes that are stacked up on top of each other. It's essentially a one-way-in, one-way-out. You see a couple of fantasy fire escapes above a couple of the Ooh, houses. Fantastical. <laughs> um, but otherwise, it's it's mostly just cobblestone and trash cans along this alley. I want to set up a bear trap. <laughs> All right, how would you like to set up your, your trap? That's a great question. Um, I think, am I able? Am I able to tell? Um, is it clear what that by looking at this like alleyway that when the people arrive, they have like a, a specific way that they would have to walk? Yeah, you definitely it. get the feeling that there is a clear north, clear south. You will be entering at either north or south and meeting in the middle somehow. Gotcha. Um, I. <laughs> I want to set the bear trap up directly in the center of the alleyway. Um, just blatantly there in the center of the alleyway. <laughs> now, yeah, you set up the, the bear trap in just the middle of this alley. There's no, no leaves over it. It's just sitting upon cobblestone in broad daylight currently. Yes. What are everyone else's plans? Um, are there any, like like rooftops or like higher vantage points where I could like be like a sniper with my crossbow and like hide up there. Yeah. That's what I want to Yeah, you do. could definitely find a, yourself a nice little spot on the fantasy fire escapes yes. above, which are roughly near the middle where you would be meeting and where this bear trap is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said there are like do they have trash cans? Like, how is the trash? Is it trash just kind of around? Trash cans. There's, like, nice woven bamboo trash cans. Okay, so uh, behind one of the trash cans, I want to set up my pit trap. The description for that is okay. makes them fall in a hole, so it's real descriptive. But, yeah, I just whip out one of my yeah. black circles and whoop. <laughs> yep. Throw it down. And, and now behind those trash yeah, cans. I hide it behind yeah. a trash can. Okay, perfect. I love this. Any uh, prep well, work, more? I am going. I think I'm going to hang out at the north entrance. Here I am, just simple man selling his veggies with his new veggie stall. <laughs> we see Mort the Orc with a very fake mustache yes. on. <laughs> um, I want to be positioned on the opposite side of his black hole. So I can have the potential to shoot someone into it. Fucking love that. I'm pretty much hidden in the stall like all of my weapons as well. There's a comedic little montage as you guys arrived way too early prior to the deal. (laughs) And now that you've set up your two traps, uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> Mork just becomes a full-on sailor of wares as uh, people are coming up to his stand and wanting to buy produce uh, from this very tall orc. And, you know, Dinah's just laying on this <laughs> fighter escape for just a couple of hours. Cloud watching. <laughs> Cloud watching. Oh, I love that. As eventually night does fall. And you hear some rustling as the bazaars begin dying down as the halfling party gets brought inside once the sun goes down. You guys hear noises from bards from many of the houses along the way, but eventually you see Vane strutting his way back up the northern side of the alleyway and stopping right before the middle. Uh, he looks down and does note that there's just a bear trap in the middle. <laughs> As from the south side of the entrance, you see a party of dwarves, uh, fireforged dwarves, these bearded men and women come strutting through, mostly the height of our party, but it's the swagger that they bring upon it. Most of them weaponed with ironforged weapons, axes, great swords, even a gun! as about ten of them meet halfway through to Vane, as the leader of the dwarves looks up to Vane, then looks down to the obvious bear trap in the middle. <laughs> um, I'm a... What the, what the fuck is this, Vane? What the fuck is this? <laughs> as Vane, trying his best to help you all out. Ah... It's just a little assurance. I know there's so many of you, and there's only so few of me, that uh, I just wanted a little backup. <laughs> As uh, the dwarves all look at each other, and then look back at the leader, who eventually gives a half-hearted chuckle. As all the rest of the dwarves begin laughing to meet up with the leader. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. It was backup. Oh god, this guy. This guy. <laughs> As the leader of the dwarves looks back up the vein. So you got it, right? You got all that elven snapple you promised us? Svein, looking down to the leader. Oh, I've got so much more than you could ever bargain for. As Vain is just left out there with this one-liner, hoping that someone will understand that it's their time to take the spotlight. And he waits... As the, the dwarves begin looking at each other very confused. As the leader looks back up to Vane, he's going, What the fuck are you talking about, Wa Vane Wavecutter? You better not be fucking us, Vane Wavecutter. As Vane continues again, I said I brought a lot more than you could have bargained for. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I'm gonna die here. Oh no! As, I as should not have trusted these strangers. Grab his carts, and he is going to start barreling down the alley with it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love this. Um, as you're barreling down the alleyway, you definitely have advantage over some of the back dwarves in the back of their their gang. So I'm going to allow you to roll to finish them, a couple of them. So it depends on what you're trying to do here more. Um, if you're trying to kill them, you roll plus blood. If you're trying to retreat, you roll plus courage. If you're trying to outsmart, terrify, or astonish your foe, you roll plus grace. If you're trying to knock them out, you roll plus sense. 
Or if you're trying oh, to show okay. them the I error think, of their ways, hmm. you roll plus wisdom. I, I think in this sort of scenario, hmm, necessarily want to just kill him right now, I think. But So I think I'll try to... Well, I'll try to force at least some of them to retreat. So I will go ahead and roll plus courage then. Let's see. Ooh, with uh, my plus two, that is going to be an 11. <laughs> All right. You barrel through about, let's say, three of the dwarves out of the ten before they start getting wise to someone barreling through them with a vegetable cart <laughs> as a kind of flying V flanks around the leader. Uh, the around goes, what the fuck is this? <laughs> as the three you... <laughs> <laughs> As a giant mushroom orc man begins barreling through, the three that were knocked to the side uh, get knocked into the, the houses that ensconce the alleyway. As they kind of turn around, they begin running a little bit before the leader turns around and says, What the fuck are you three going? As the, the fear of this voice actually turns them back around. Oh, no. So currently, Mork is flicked. Surrounded by these dwarf gang members. Uh, I think at this point, what would you like to do? Like, oh, we fighting, are we? <laughs> oh, then, then we're fighting then. As he's going to go ahead and pull out uh, his, uh, is going to go ahead and pull out his his orcish 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 brass knuckles. <laughs> he's gonna crack them. <laughs> He's getting ready for a brawl. <laughs> As one of them walks up to you, he also cracks his knuckles. He then reaches in his little dwarven trench coat and pulls out a set of nunchucks and begins flipping them around this universe's style of Bruce Lee style. As he catches them in that classic catching. So they're split apart and then looks at you. Oh no. I like you to roll plus grace for me. All right, to I will get roll, away I from these nunchucks that are coming at your face. Can I also like like examine what weapons they have on them? Like like check them out from my vantage point and see what kind of weapons they're holding. Yeah, of course. You can see about half of them have swords upon them. Two of them have battle axes. You can see one with a crossbow. You can clearly see one with a gun. And the leader seems to have everything tucked away in their trench coat. Uh, with my plus zero grace, I got an eight. Only an eight. Okay. With an eight, you're able to block most of the blows with Hell your brass yeah. knuckles, which is the most fucking anime thing ever. And you're able just to punch the nunchucks away. Uh, but as you're kind of backtracking away from all of these slaps from the nunchuck, you find yourself getting closer and closer to the three you originally ran over as they're able to kind of grab you by the legs and begin dogpiling on top of you, Mork, as <laughs> the spotlight will be shifted away and to Dinah. Out of the three that are, like, dogpiling on him, do either of those three have the gun or crossbow? No. The gun and crossbow are the two flanking the leader currently. And I assume they don't know where I am, so I still have, like, an element of surprise. Yeah, if you were to attack right now, I'd give you hope. Okay. 
I I feel bad like murdering them. I feel like they didn't do anything yet, but we're this is like a full battle now. Um so so I'm just going to like like just try and take out the one with the gun. Okay. Like kill uh-huh. him. <laughs> Can I do this? Is this wrong? All right, roll plus blood for or- me then. <laughs> Okay, I hope, I hope I'm not reading the situation wrong. Okay, uh, and I roll three because I you gave gave me hope. Or yeah, okay. and then you take the highest of those three. Highest of those to make your roll. The highest of the two. The highest two. Uh, I guess. Um, oh, I see. Okay. I hope I'm not speaking out of line or something like that. But there are other uh, potential roll options that could be done, even with the crossbow correct with the truck. Yeah. Like some, like the disabling them or knocking them out, like the forcing them to retreat. Or... Well, yep. But... Yeah, but she said she wanted to kill. Well, he has a gun, and I feel like that's so dangerous. Fair enough, fair enough. I don't want him to kill Mork. <laughs> Dean is a murderer, um... bro. <laughs> Wait, so Forget should I, I not? Anything. Okay, can I no, like, no, go, go, him? go. Okay, okay. Murder, um, murder, murder. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Okay, I got a 12 altogether. Okay, you definitely... <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> As <laughs> Dida and her American Sniper uh, best impression fires off a crossbow bolt that quickly whistles through the air and hits the other dwarf with a crossbow. As he falls over and falls directly onto the bear trap that's just sitting in the middle. <laughs> so Dinah feels a little bit fine that like her arrow didn't immediately kill this man. Like she's like, alright, I just I was just aiming to take him out, get him out of the battle, until he falls directly onto a bear trap, which evidently kills him as it crunches in. You see too much bone. There's too much bone for him to be alive. <laughs> Baldrick watches and just goes, yes. Uh, <laughs> As the uh, spotlight's still on you, Dinah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, can I, like, can I... Uh, well, I guess they know where I am now. I would hope so. Um, yeah, the, the flying V around, or the flying four <laughs> around the leader yeah. quickly turned to the fire escape as the leader also turns that way and goes, what the fuck is this?! <laughs> I just don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay, um, so, like, I don't, I don't know how, it, like, how does combat work? Like, can I, like, load another arrow or, like, yeah, um, most definitely, whatever you want to okay, do. Okay, so I'm gonna prep another arrow, just <laughs> in case. Um, let's see. You got if if any of your like particular squire moves or something like that can be utilized, then that's an option. Otherwise, otherwise, it's just the basic moves that pretty much everyone gets. Yeah. Like you said, you can finish them, you can try to overcome them, you can keep them busy, you can try to get away, you can look closely, you can either speak softly to them, or you can try to talk sense to them. What, is, uh, what does it mean by look closely? Like, can I learn um, more I think about it's what the I situation? Gave you. Okay, with the weapons. Yeah, it's what I gave you earlier, and if there was anything else you'd like to inquire, yeah. you could roll for that. Yeah, I guess, like, I don't know, can I, like, inquire and, like, like, try to understand what Vane's goal is here? <laughs> yeah, of course. That... Go ahead and roll plus sense for me. Okay. 
and I just roll two, and I take the highest, or yeah. do I get both? Yeah, roll two, and then add them together. Okay. Uh, I got an eight. Alright, with an eight, you can ask any of these questions. What is going on here? What do my senses tell me? Is someone hidden or out of place? If so, what looks suspicious? Tell me about blank. How can it hurt me? How can it help me? Tell me about blank. What are they doing? What will they do next? Or what will happen if I blank? Okay, what is Vane going to do next? Yeah, you watch as Vane reaches in his lacy shirt and pulls out a cutlass. And around this time, the leader of the Dwarven gang also pulls out a sword and the likes. And they begin clashing swords above the bear trap. <laughs> alright, alright. And I just have one question, right, you said? You get three. Oh, I get three. So you get two more. Okay. Um, okay, what are my senses telling me? Let's do that. Yeah, you can tell that things are getting hectic pretty fast. That it would probably be... It would behoove all of you to use your traps that you set up beforehand to get more of advantage, because... Even with everything going on, there are still so many of these Dwarven gang members. There's still nine left uh, versus the five of you. Okay. Okay, I'm good. But yeah, you're getting the sense that, like, mm, this is kind of a life or death situation. <laughs> okay, cool. I just want to know that it's okay that I'm, I'm a murderer. Okay, um, I now I want to see if there's anyone, <laughs> like, within vantage point of being shot into this black hole. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely get the sense that now that the leader and Vane are currently in their clash, you could shoot the one with the gun into Wilbo's trap. Yes! Okay, that's going to be my next move. Alright, then I'm going to have you roll plus sense as a finish them for knocking them out. Okay, and I roll two. Yeah. Okay. Come on! I got a ten. All right, with a 10, you load up and fire another crossbow bolt. As the one with gun is looking around, he looks at his leader fighting with Vane, and he looks back to Orc, <laughs> who's just getting dogpiled like that scene in Matrix 2. Uh, and he turns around back to your vantage point. Unfortunately, he's met with a bolt to the chest from Dinah as he stumbles back Hoping the trash cans will grace his fall, <laughs> he slides in between the two trash cans that are set up there and into a comedic black hole. <laughs> and then he's never heard from again. And I'm gonna yell Yahoo! And then maybe duck Now out this the way. is Fod racing. <laughs> as, you, as you duck out of the way. <laughs> As you duck out of the way, the spotlight transfers over to Wilbo. Uh, Wilbo, as you pick up the hole off the ground. Man's soul is yours. And close it up, sealing that guy's doom forever. I'll keep this one for later. <laughs> what would you like to do at this time, Wilbo? Um, let's see. Uh, I see Mork getting kind of... Uh, for the lack of a better term, the shit beat out of him, or, or you know, he's he's getting all jumped on. So I want I want to uh, run over and just like distract some of them. Uh, I do I do have a clerical question. Are they bigger than me? I know they're dwarves. So are we roughly the same size? 
I, I would say dwarf, dw- uh, uh, fire dwarfs are about four feet tall. So if that's taller than you, yeah. I'm three. <laughs> then, yep, they are bigger than you. Nice. So that means that, okay, uh, I can sting like a bee if, if I, if I get them. Yeah. So I'm going to get in and be like, like, hey, you, you want to be halflings? You think you're so cool because you can grow a beard? Why don't you take a shot at, why don't you take a shot at old Wilbo here? <laughs> As, uh, about two of the four that are currently trying to climb all over Mork break away from this and begin looking at you. Um, so do you roll plus courage first, or are there specific things you roll for with Sting? Like yeah, I do, I do roll plus courage, uh, but then, uh, if I get a seven plus, I get to do something extra, basically. Perfect. Yeah. Ooh, that is a 13. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Yeah, even the other two that are on top of Mork are going to go with you. I'm sorry, did you uh, implicate that we want to be halflings? We very much do not want to be halflings. What the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> I said exactly what you said. You want to be halflings. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said I do want to be halflings. <laughs> no, yeah. He's like, oh, no, no, I didn't say, say as the other three dwarves turned over. They're like, did you just fucking say you want to be halflings? No, I didn't want to say. I didn't. That's not what I said, everybody. What the fuck? That's what he said. I'm not going to, you know, you all heard him. So uh, on the stick like a because I got uh, seven plus, uh, it says you get them to chase you around. Uh, you both leave the scene. <laughs> <laughs> As you, <laughs> and this is the one you're going with. Oh yeah! <laughs> All right. As now half the battlefield just leaves as they begin chasing. Well, he's like, get this little fucking athlete piece of shit. As he begins comically running through the bazaar, as one step from Aladdin begins playing. <laughs> Gotta keep one jump ahead of these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won't fuck around with Disney copyright laws. I'll steal any music, but I, I'm not putting Disney music in my podcast. Um, yeah, we still want you alive. Yeah. <laughs> Wilbur goes on a comical adventure with about four of the terms. The spotlight switches over to Baldrick. So, how many people, how many dwarves are still here now <laughs> <laughs> there are currently three dwarves left now and they're all beating the shit out of morg they have just gotten wise they were kind of in the middle they didn't know whether to help the leader or go beat the shit out of Mork. so they're just kind of in the middle now morg is now free okay yeah. um so i i would like to um finish them by showing them the error of their ways regarding their drug use <laughs> 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 roll plus wisdom for me Incredible. as Baldrick steps out of the shadows oh, basically no. in front of these other three dwarves uh that's a six <laughs> Oof. as you as you begin to you bring up your iMac Pro and you're getting to the powerpoint that has the dare powerpoint on it uh as you do they're like what the fuck is this nerd about? As they begin dogpiling the shit out of you, Baldrick. Um, and congratulations, you just took the first damage of this campaign. As they begin dogpiling that out tracks. of you. Um, 
Um, so I'm going to go ahead and you're going to take damage to your wisdom. Okay. As <laughs> So anytime you now roll plus wisdom until you heal, you'll be rolling plus despair with any wisdom roll. So disadvantage, quote unquote. Um, and then if you mark all of your stats, it's the bad time. <laughs> this lasts. This lasts how long? Sorry, this is forever now. This is until you heal. Oh, it's okay. Until you heal, we switch the spotlight over as we're watching. You know, the leader of the dwarves and Vane and an epic clash amongst each other, as the leader of the dwarves also brandishes a pistol of his own, and they continue fighting as the spotlight then switches back over to Mork. Look here, you do- look here, you dwarves. Um, um, that's that's my mate you're messing with. <laughs> As he's just gonna go go in for it, go in and try to beat the shit out of all of them. <laughs> okay, um, I think since you are ta- the tallest person currently here right now, I'm gonna have you roll to finish them plus grace to terrify them as you bowl into them. Alrighty then. I will I will try, I will try. <laughs> ah, dang, only a seven. Only All a right. seven. So you're able to easily rip off one and kind of throw him into the wall, as the other three are just just so bent on beating the shit out of Baldrick. They just will not stop jumping him. <laughs> They're just <laughs> stepping on him as hard as they can. As you feel another tug at your back as the one dwarf you threw against the wall has gotten back up. You guys begin hearing gunshots echoing from the vein and leader of the dwarf gang fight as things are getting more heated over there. As we're going to switch the spotlight over to Dinah. Okay, so you mentioned gunshots, so the leader is shooting hmm. a gun now? Yes. Okay. I assume he's focused on Vane right now? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Okay, I'm going to attempt to shoot him with my um, bow and arrow if I can. What are the outcomes? I forget again. Sorry, I should really write these down. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. As far as, since he, you do have advantage over him currently, since he's fighting mm-hmm. with Vane and not paying attention to you, you can go straight for finish them. Which, it depends on what you would like to do. If you want to kill them, that's plus blood. If you want them to retreat, that's plus courage. If you want to outsmart or terrify or amaze, that's plus grace. If you want to knock them out, that's plus sense. Or if you want to try to show them the error of their ways, that's plus (laughs) wisdom. Well, we all know that doesn't work, so... It does (laughs) not work. I'm gonna go, uh... (laughs) Now, let's stick to my uh, style here. Let's go for a finishing blow. So it'd be blood? Yeah, roll plus blood for me. All right, so I roll two. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, dang. Uh, I got a six. Oof. <laughs> As you're attempting to get a good blow against the leader of the dwarven gang, you fire off your crossbow. It whistles, whistles through the air, and then as it's approaching the leader... His sword essentially just shoots up into frame, <laughs> splitting the arrow in half before it can pierce him. 
as he gets a nice slash against Vane, he whips around fully to you, Dinah, <laughs> and fires off the gun. Oh no. <laughs> and then you're going to be taken to damage as you're uh, yeah. nicked in the shoulder. So you're going to mark off blood will be the stat you take damage to. So do I just like mark that box? or Yeah, mark okay. that box. And then anytime you roll until you're healed with blood, you're going to have despair. Okay. With that. All right. Dang. As Dinah nurses to her wound, uh, we, <laughs> we cut to Wilbo. As we're on the docks, we see <laughs> the four goons that were chasing him have now been wrapped up. You know how when you catch a really big fish or shark on the docks, they have that, that just like noose rope that just hangs there. All four tied up by their legs, oh hanging upside down, tricked by Wilbo. Nice. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how this situation happened, but I don't like it as they're hanging upside down. <laughs> We're not going to get back into the situations of it. It already happened, okay? Yeah, Shh. we don't need to go over it. Shh, as I just put a finger up to his lips. Shh. <laughs> uh, uh, have fun hanging around. I'll see you next fall as I, I like, slap one of them as I run back to the alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> we watch as their inertia brings them back and forth in a pendulum movement. <laughs> just, <laughs> just sitting there banging against each other like Newton's balls. <laughs> as they're like, no, that's a ball tap. Talk about this. <laughs> uh, Wilbo, you run back to the alleyway. As you notice, uh, Mork and Baldrick are now having their way uh, with about the last four dwarves that are left standing. Uh, and you run up to them in a battle. Each of them has two of them, uh, two of the dwarves on each other. So what would you like to do? You know, I, I want to I wanna talk nonsense to them, another one of my halfling, <laughs> my halfling <laughs> customs. And I want to say, hey, so I'm back. Uh, it turns out that your friends out there, they met a king of some sort, uh, that has decided, uh, he, he comes from a land far away where elvish snapple is a plenty and also, uh, legal for recreational use. Uh, <laughs> he wants to take all of you there and he agreed to pay the sum that we were supposed to pay you. Do you have to roll for this? <laughs> yes, I definitely do. Please tell me you have to roll for this. <laughs> so I get to roll plus courage, and when I get a 10... Uh, okay. And if I get a 10 plus, I also get to sting like a bee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. That's a... Ooh, that's a seven. Ooh. <laughs> As the, they're currently brawling, they keep on looking away to listen to your wild story about the king. <laughs> As one of them's just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I mean, we were just here for the money and the elven snapple. So, and then he gets cold clocked by Mork as they're still in the middle of their fight. <laughs> so you've been able to... <laughs> So while you have not <laughs> reached quite your goal of just uh, using your sting like the beat, you have distracted them. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> As uh, Baldric and Mork both get the upper, upper hand on their dwarves, uh, knocking them to the ground. As the spotlight shifts over away from Wilbo, we see um, it's a little bit much later in the night after this brawl has ensued. So the alleyway is kind of darkened, not too many torchlights uh, lighting the way around here. So we see stepping out of the shadows is only the leader of the dwarven gang, kind of bloodied and mucked up as he's breathing heavily, shirt torn and askance. All right. Which one of you fuckers is next? Baldrick steps up with his, with their uh, two-handed battle axe. Uh, uh, it just wants to protect their friends. Uh, and and swings. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. The leader of the, the, the dwarven gang is very impressed by this. So yeah, go ahead and what are you trying to do? What are you? I'm going to give you the finish them. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to kill this dude. Okay. I think I. I think I want to severely maim. <laughs> 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 so I guess that would fall under the disabling them or knocking them out portion. Yeah. Yeah. So plus sense form. Okay. <laughs> That's eight. Okay. With an eight, the swings of the axe are met by a sword as the leader of the Dwarven Gang's having some tr- trouble keeping up with this finely orcish-made battle axe. As you begin tearing away, you're able to knock the gun out of the Dwarven leader's hand as you begin with one final slash from overhead. It's met by the cutlass of the Dwarven leader, and he's able to hold off the blow for a little bit. They end up bringing their second hand to the blade to stop from your force uh, as he spits a little blood on the ground and looks at you, Baldrick. Oh, I like the fucking cojones on you, kid. (laughs) (laughs) As you're now met in this little stalemate, Baldrick, what would you like to do? I would like... Uh, They're on the ground. Correct. Like, like yeah. I'm on top of them. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Am I? Am I standing or like, like? Can you? Can uh, I need? <laughs> I need a better visual. Like, am I? Like, am I? Uh, am I on my feet or am I like practically laying on top of this? You are leader? on your feet. He's more on like one single knee, holding okay. up above his head. Okay. Yeah. I would like to say. <laughs> Well, I don't like the cojones on you, and uh, ball tap him really fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Ball drink, ball drink. Yeah. And I want to look at at, at uh, Sir Little Willie and and wink as I do it. <laughs> as you are looking up to the knight you squire for, Sir Little Willie, um, I'm gonna give you hope on this roll. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you can roll plus grace for me. Okay. Ooh, that is, that's already an 11, that's 12. <laughs> As he, <laughs> you did it, kid. <laughs> Do a quick move where you let go of the axe, and there's a quiet moment as everything slows down. 
the leader of the, <laughs> the Dwarven gang doesn't know what to do. As you reach down quickly, ducking down, and just with a single, single solitary knuckle, tap his sack. And almost like we're watching the chakra points shoot out of someone in Naruto. We watch the nerve endings. <laughs> a light of flame in this little dwarven man. <laughs> As <laughs> he keels over, your battle axe from its own weight and where it was standing falls over on top of his back. Uh, giving kind of a gracious wound from his right shoulder down the length of his back as he's kind of pinned under the weight of it right now. Uh, as he begins uh, bleeding out, you, you maimed him. He's not going to die, but he's very much incapacitated at the moment. Uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> as he passes out on the cobblestone. <laughs> And all of the dwarves have been taken care of. <laughs> you did, you did there it, Baldrick. There you go. Way to go, Baldrick. I'm proud yeah, of you. Morg's gonna gonna give you, gonna lift you up and give you a good squeeze with that. <laughs> I would also like to uh, look at Dinah and go, uh, Yahoo. <laughs> 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 oh fuck that's good uh you all celebrate uh there is an uneerie quiet throughout the street that's now littered with bodies <laughs> oh uh has someone checked on Bane? oh fuck uh, no no one's checked sure on Bane. i was like I'm, I'm on a rooftop can i get down there quick enough i've got a hurt shoulder but i want to check yeah, on let's, Bane. Uh, let's see what's yeah, up even though you're bleeding dinah you slide down one of the storm drains of the houses you kind of head into the shadows and you kind of see in betwixt two uh bags of trash there's uh some feet sticking out <gasps> oh no can i move the bags of trash you move the bags of trash and you see a terribly wounded vein. Uh, his six-pack riddled with bullets. Bullet holes. Can I, can I help him? Can, can, what can we do? Oh, fuck. Hey. No, uh... Come here. Come here, you little alien. <laughs> I lean closer. I... I want you to promise me one thing and one thing as he, as you feel him slide something into your hands, just make sure you get that gold for Sonia. I will, I will. As a and horsey, he lets go of your hands after slipping something into them, and they fall lifelessly to the ground. Oh no! What did he slip into my hand? Yeah, you look in your hand, and it's his guild credit card. Technically, so using sad. that would be fraud. Baldrick? <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna give me crap for saying Yahoo? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go. But there's nothing we can do? Like, is he gone now? Oh, he's dead. Oh, that's so sad. Dibs on not telling Sonya. <laughs> uh, I checked to see if he's got anything cool on him. 
<laughs> um, nothing of note. The, the, the eye patch is kind of stylized. It's got some fun little gold inlays. I take well, the eye well, patch. Come on, buddy. I hope we you're should give it to the sister. <laughs> we should give it to the other, uh, the other sheep break wave breaker wave. You don't ratchet. Wave the we should give it to his sister really. so she could wear one on each eye. <laughs> Uh, you end up uh, going through and looting the bodies of the rest of the dwarves that you uh, did away with, even um, the leader of the dwarf uh, dwarven gang who kind of perks up just a little bit, just to be like you haven't heard the last of Darius and he passes out again (laughs) as uh, you loot his body and find all of the gold he was going to use to purchase all that elven snapple with have not much else to go on so you head back to the naked pint and there it's once again a slow night as you see in the corner booth like she was earlier you see samira wave cutter along with sonia wave cutter wait can i can i tell the group before we go to the sister to not tell the sister about the gold only the guild money all right that's it does that make sense? Because yeah. we, we want to save the gold for Sonya, but we don't want the sister to be greedy and take it. She wants guild credit, not gold. So don't tell her about the gold. Oh, <laughs> okay, oh, I told the group that. <laughs> they got it. Okay. Copy. <laughs> Just want to check. <laughs> As you uh, stroll, how do you stroll up to their table? Swaggishly. <laughs> But also mournful. Swaggishly, but also mournful. Can we do some combo of those two things? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You feel good for winning your your first real battle as adventurers. Uh, But as you kind of meet the table and look Sonya in the face, there's this somber feeling. As you can see, Samira just quickly drops down her tricorner hat over her face. As Sonia kind of looks through you all into the middle distance. So, how did the job go? Not great. <laughs> um, it's okay. He's what? dead, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we brought you this. I'll I'll put out the eye patch. <laughs> you see as. Uh, kind of a single tear rolls down Samira's cheek. She quickly wipes it away before most of you can catch it. Picks the uh, trifold corner hat back up. Grabs the eye patch off. She removes her own, uh, showing a very disgusting eye injury, and then places veins on top of hers. Sonia looks at her, looks through you all. Thank you. I'm sure. I'm sure you went out like a hero. Put up a hell of a fight, kid. You're all heroes in my book. Oh, shucks. As you all drop the bag of gold on the table for Sonya, uh, Samira follows you out of the naked pipe. You guys are go around to the back docks where you see Samira's ship ready to cut across the sea. And 
that's where we'll end the session of the guild. Ooh, epic. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to tune in next time. Um, where we probably won't have a sad ending. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and as far, we'll quickly do end of session stuff before we stop recording. So the three questions are... It was taking a lot of effort to not say after she was like, I'm sure he went out like a, like a hero or whatever to say multiple gunshot wounds to the abdomen. <laughs> That's why I was sitting there like... You shouldn't. <laughs> Alright. Um, did we um, save or protect a community in need? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Sonia? <laughs> oh, alright. Yeah, so-so. I'll give you guys that one. Uh, you okay. guys did strike a blow against the Overlord and their minions. Uh, a little unbeknowing to you guys. And did you learn more about the world and its people? We learned about Elvin yeah. Snapple. Right, perfect. So that's all three questions. So I'll say that both Adam and Jesse, you guys can heal. Yes. You take away the despair from both that, and that leaves one person to level up. So you guys can decide who levels up. You know it's fucking bloodthirsty, well, man. Uh, I say that Wilbo did take out four of them, so... <laughs> I already leveled up, though, so it has to be somebody else. Oh. Yeah, it has to be between... Uh, Dinah. Uh, Dinah, then, definitely. <laughs> She's fucking bloodthirsty. <laughs> I mean, Mork got a lot of experience, uh, not only in being an entrepreneur of a produce stand, <laughs> but also in battles, so <laughs> <I'm>, I might <laughs> recommend him. <laughs> He's the only one who actually jumped into action as the rest of us. <laughs> I was like, in retrospect, that might have been the reason he died. We do not know. Yeah, he didn't tell us that we that we were jumping them. I thought there was a chance it was going to be amicable. <laughs> it just got so stressful. We, so we, did. we did put a bear trap down right in the middle. So tensions were high. But like, did, yeah. So did we cause that? Tensions thing? were high. Yeah. So, so did, did he not? How have the to dice die? rolls went? Oh my god. <laughs> You can't handle this. Yes, we'll never know. Yay. So I think Mork gets the yeah, level Mork. up here. <laughs> and you guys have uh, gotten a bond with the whole community of uh, Boats Row, making oh, your bond yeah. with the wave cutters. And now you have a ship to sail the troubling seas. So you now all have a bond with Samira and the people of Boats Row. Nice. And uh, maybe in a time of Hell need, yeah. you might need to call upon the people of Boats Row or Samira. Do we also have one with Sonia? Is it both of them or just? Um, uh, I'm gonna say just Samira. Okay. Did get her husband. Oh, I forgot to tell. Yeah, you got her husband. Oh, yeah, I multiple gunshots. To to <laughs> <laughs> All right, variables. Go to sleep. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.